virus. Joey, come on, you have to go. Keely, where are you going? I'm sorry, Claire, there's no time. What's Just happening? get Zoe and get as far away from Pigsville as you can. No, Zoe, I'm sorry, I can't blame Marco Polo. Hi, I am. Hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play? Have you checked with children, children? We all go a little mad sometimes. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of From Dust Till Dawn. I am your host, Don Lucky. This is a horror movie review podcast where we like to review horror movies the way that we choose our horror movies, that we go to a horror movie generator, we hit generate, and uh, well, we watch the movie, we review the movie, and then we pod the movie. This week's generator gave us 2015's Hidden. That's right. Ever heard of it? Me neither. Uh, this was written and directed by Matt and Ross Duffer. Sound familiar? Duffer, 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 Duffer. Where have I heard that? Well, they created this little TV show for Netflix called Stranger Things. It's Stranger Things, right? Not Strange Things. Yeah, it's Stranger Things. And yeah, they uh, have been very successful with uh, Stranger Things. And I didn't think that they had a career... Before that, I thought they just kind of, you know, wrote a spec script, got it picked up, and it became one of the biggest things for Netflix. But they were doing stuff before, duh. I didn't actually think that, but I thought that I would tell you that I thought that and see what you thought. What do you think about that? You know what? Never mind. Um, IMDb gave this a 6.4, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a fucking 80%. Um, That's a big number for this movie. (laughs) Um, I guess I didn't, uh, I guess the meaning of this movie was very hidden <laughs> for me because I didn't understand it. The plot to this movie reads, a family takes refuge in a bomb shelter to avoid a dangerous outbreak. True. True. I suppose. That's very much what this movie is most of the time. And the first line of this movie is, are you awake? Mom? And that also gets repeated as well down the line so i was like what does that mean uh the character in the the characters in this were a little weird the character zoe went from acting very mature to then acting like a toddler like she was acting like she could go fight an entire army by herself to acting like um if her doll was taken from her she would um die so he was played by Emily Alin Lind. Emily Alin Lind. Uh, she has been in quite a few movies. Don't think that I have had the privilege of um, reviewing any movies that she's been in. She was in Doctor Sleep. She was in... Oh, yeah, no, she was in The Babysitter. Oh, right, she was the little girl in Babysitter. She was also in Lights Out. Uh, she's got quite a bit of a horror background so that's pretty cool uh she kind of looks like someone that would be in one of the screams she's kind of got that look a little bit to her she is going to be in the ghostbusters sequel uh so good for her good for her uh the dad was pretty clueless he seemed to be i don't know trying to hide the fact that they're in a bomb shelter there were just really weird moments between uh, him and her that I just 
felt very they, they were very corny. That's not the only time I'm going to say corny in this episode, but didn't really feel it. It was weird. It was played. His name was Ray, and he was played by Alexander Skarsgård. We love Alexander Skarsgård. He was in uh, Infinity Pool, True Blood. You know him. You know him. He was in Tarzan. He's been in. He's in a lot. He's the one of Hollywood royalty, a big guy. I kind of like that he's been like taking these kind of roles. He's not. I feel like he was kind of cast at the very starting of his career, kind of as like Hollywood hot boy. And now he's just doing kind of gritty shit. And I'm and I'm liking it. He's kind of turning into uh, Viggo Mortensen, which I really like. I feel like once you get rid of that uh, hot guy kind of those hot guy roles where you got to kind of be biting your lip all the time in every situation you start getting, you know, better, more fun roles where you can stretch your legs. <laughs> the mom was played, um, by Andrea Riseborough. Her name was Claire. Uh, Andrea is also one, uh, horror fan, horror actress, she was in uh, The Possessor. She was in uh, one of the episodes of Black Mirror, one of my favorite. I think it was Crocodile was the name of it. Loved that. <clears throat> she's been in quite a bit. I really like um, a lot of her work. Uh, she's got a unique look to her. She's giving me uh, Jennifer Jason Lee vibes uh, just with her acting, but her character in this was very brash and seemed like she was not compromisable at all. And it just seemed like between the three of them, just a situation. How did you guys make it this far in this kind of apocalyptic world acting the way that you guys are acting? I, I don't, I, I don't really understand. So right off the bat, I, I just didn't really like what they were doing. This, this movie was an extreme slow burn uh, whatever movies can be like that, but all these different things kept getting recycled. Every single line was like a wink at the camera. Like, remember that we said that. Okay. And then it came back up and I was like, lame. What a limp reason to kind of say that at the beginning to just say it again, like very unclever. No offense stuff for brothers, but you know, kind of trying to get my mind blown over here but what are you gonna do <laughs> you know i wonder how long you can last in a bomb bunker bomb shelter without sun like that seems especially when you have a daughter <laughs> bad joke um the little girl at the very starting is pretty much bossing her parents around like she's the general of this bomb shelter and she wants to go and check some locks on and her mom's like, no, you can't. Do you remember the rules? And the little girl's like, I remember the rules. Number one, never be loud. Number two, never lose control. Number three, never open the door. And number four, never talk about the breathers. Well, if you're talking about the breathers, you just broke rule number four. So it seems like you don't know the rules. It's kind of like in Fight Club when he's like, what's rule number one? You don't talk about Fight Club. Rule number two, you don't talk about Fight Club. We're talking about Fight Club. What's going on? Is this a hat inside of a hat? I don't even know what that expression means. Sorry about it. But just kind of weird. And 
everything was so cryptic in this, um, like never lose control. What does that mean? At the very starting of a film, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not too sure. But like I said, they say something in like, you know, one half of the film and then it pops up in the other half of the film and you're like, yeah, I knew that meant something. Thanks for making me wait an hour to get there. I don't like how this. So the little girl has Zoe has a doll named Olive, which is weird. I don't know. I, I don't know when I stopped playing with dolls but nine was definitely too old. Maybe she's 10 in this. She says nine, but like I said, she's acting like a 40 year old woman at one point, And then she's acting like a two year old, um, with a boo-boo on her knee. So, but this, they, they, they take a vote. They're like, do you guys want to eat beans? or Do you want to eat peaches? And they're like, let's take a vote. And the mom's like, we're not eating fucking peaches. We need protein. Let's eat beans. And the dad's like, well, I think we should take a vote here. What does everyone think? Beans or peaches? Who votes for delicious, yummy, sugary peaches? Obviously, the dad and Zoe uh, put their hand up. And then the mom is left. And then Zoe puts the hand up for the doll like that's two against one and then the zoe's like <laughs> that's three against one it's just like that doll doesn't get a fucking vote and it pops up again and it's like was that supposed to be funny was that supposed to be like i don't know i didn't feel in depth with this doll it was weird enough about the doll actually we're going to talk about the doll a little bit later <laughs> and then they they so they vote on peaches if have you ever grabbed a uh can of peaches it's like two pounds like you can work out with that shit and like like, like you could do some some curls with that 100 percent. and the mom's like all right peach it is it it is that's right the doll and your dad and you all voted against beans and so she puts the peaches on the counter it's got no peaches in it because a rat has chewed through it which was also another sub plot to this that just didn't add up to anything it was kind of a red herring in a way we'll get to that in a minute but she puts the peaches down and then the little girl takes the can opener opens up the peaches there's nothing in it you would feel when you're putting it down if there's peach if if there were peaches in that or not what's going on come on what does that even mean how do you not know that there's not food in that that's like picking up a fucking pillowcase without a pillow and then going to lie down and being like, Oh, there's no pillow in here. What are you doing? It was weird. You would feel, you would feel there's nothing in there. Okay. Enough with that. They're really building up uh, to what happened on the surface world. They keep flashing back and forth and they're, they're expanding on everything else. Even though that they've been in there for 302 days, they're expanding on everything else. The hatch, the food, the blah 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 but they're not saying what they're down there for which you're like all right here we like i guess we'll wait it out to for you guys to open up about this they're not keeping it from everyone everyone knows in the end but what's rule number four you don't talk about the breathers i mean what's rule number four i don't know and that's what they call them the breathers which didn't necessarily make sense but 
we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, it's such a slow burn. It's kind of brutal. And so corny. Yeah, like a bunch of this stuff was like useless dialogue and just weird. Like there's a point where the dad is kind of doing this like transcendental meditation with the daughter and closing her eyes and trying to get her to like envision being in their normal life, like tasting ice cream and being out in the mall with her friends and blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, what was that for? What are we doing? I didn't get it. Uh, they had a, a periscope um, that they just completely missed fun things to do with that. Whatever. The parents are being so cryptic. Like, I'm confused with what is going on at this point. And you can, like, smell that there's definitely going to be a twist by the end of this. But they're just giving you half the information and you're lost the rest of the time. So... I was kind of like twiddling my thumbs and kind of asking myself if I even want to watch this movie. This movie was an hour and 23 minutes and I still felt like it was too long. This definitely could have been a short film because the twist wasn't that bad, but ugh, like whatever. Spoiler also, I'm going to ruin the movie by the end. Um, they have a tally on the wall saying that they have been down there for 302 days, like I said. A couple minutes ago but the little girl is acting like she's been down there since birth like she's act like i said she's acting like a toddler it's very weird 301 days yes that is a long time this was in 2015 so we didn't really experience any quarantine yet and if you're listening to this in the future you never experienced quarantine maybe you did i don't know what has happened between now and then but you know but 301 days locked in one room not one room, but like a house underground, pretty much. That's a long time. But at the same time, you don't revert back to a younger age. This little girl was really acting like a very young girl. And it was weird. Like, And they were also calling her Zozo, which was weird and awkward and cringy and didn't roll off the tongue very well. Um, now, the parents have to go up and surface and zoe's like wait what's rule number three it's never open the door and then claire says even mom rules are meant to be broken and then she's leaving and says but don't open the door you have to promise me i thought you just said that mom rules were meant to be broken so what do you want me to do with that information because i'm gonna open the door because that's a rule and you just said mom rules are meant to be broken Unless you're referring to yourself in the third person, and in the third person, you're referring to yourself as mom. Which is weird. But hey, you call me Zozo, so anything's possible in this bunker. Maybe it's frying their brains. I'm not too sure. There's a point where the doll string, um, oh, the, the breathers are, are there. I know I'm not allowed to talk about them, but I am. The breathers are there, and they're trying to be quiet under the surface. And they, uh, the the doll string on the back of the doll. There's a string, kind of like Woody in, uh, what do you call it, uh, Toy Story? Got like snake in my boat, and don't know why he's Australian. Uh, but the the doll string gets pulled, and it starts making a noise. And this is one of the most dramatic scenes in the film. 
the string is pulled. It starts saying whatever the little olive doll says. And the little, the, the dad takes the doll away from the, from Zoe. And then Claire, the mom grabs Zoe and holds Zoe's mouth shut because it looks like Zoe's like screaming not to tear her doll apart. Like it's like a, a scene where someone's about to get executed in front of them. It's a doll. It's making noise and it's jeopardizing your life. Like this is the toddler part of it. Not my doll, but also they're going to come down here and put a bullet between all of our eyes. Yes, they have guns. It gets a little eventful. The uh, breathers manage to open the door, have a little bit of a fight. The dad kind of sacrifices himself. This is almost set to the end of the movie. So this is kind of where I have a little bit more of a smile on my face. The mom and the, and the, and Zoe end up escaping. And we find out that the breathers were actually people from the army. This is the twist. So spoiler, a virus broke out and turned everyone into pretty much kung fu zombies almost and the army had to come in and kill all of them now the whole thing about this is that it's like a hulk gene and when you lose control that's when you turn into a kung fu zombie so that's what one of the rules was that's what they said at the very starting of the film. And then you're like, why the fuck would that even be a rule? Well, it's because you're going to turn into a zombie and you're going to freak out a little bit and hurt people. They get all these veins in their neck and blah, blah, blah. We see the mom turn into one. We see the dad turn into one. And then we finally see the little girl turn into one. She must have known what was going on or they were trying to protect her from it, but it wasn't fully explained. So I'm not too sure. I really don't know, but I thought that was funny that they call her Zozo, like zombie, Zoe, zombie close. I'm not reaching. And, uh, we find out the breathers are the army trying to more protect, uh, the world from them. It was a, it, it was a good twist, but, not worth the hour and 10 minutes to get there. I'll tell you that could have been way more surface. Um, they could have went to the surface more, but yikes, this movie, it was definitely a slow burn. My friend, definitely a slow burn. The death scene with the dad was so drawn out. I didn't feel any connection between the three of them. I felt like they were all just like randoms in one room, but whatever. When they're doing little flashbacks between their old life, when they were, you know, suburb dwellers to now, and they go back, they, they go to their neighbors panicking and leaving the house saying that there's a virus coming in it and it turns everyone bad. Also a, kind of a red herring saying there are people that, you know, that, they're going to turn you into a zombie pretty much. That was like what, what they were like hinting at. And everyone was like, you know, well, not everyone, just me. I was like, Oh, okay. That's what's happening. Sorry. Probably is very confusing, but we see a Jillian who is one of the neighbors and a Joey who is 
the uh, young boy that lives next door, and we see in a um, sewer, I suppose it is, and we see Joey, and he finds Claire and Zoe. All these people must have turned into, oh, maybe they didn't. Maybe they did. We, we didn't get an explanation. Sorry, I'm not even saying what I'm thinking. They may or may not have the virus where they get turned into a zombie because the last thing that we see is Claire with kind of a zombie look on her face like she's about to turn. So we don't know if these people are zombies or not. They might be. They all live underground as well. So if you're confused, I'm sorry, but I was also a little bit confused. But Claire and Zoe are going to go live with the mole people, Jillian and Joey. Another callback, Joey said, we're going to play Marco Polo later, right? Well, 302 days later, uh, Joey is walking down the dark uh, sewage uh, hallway, and he goes, Marco, and then Zoe's like, Polo, and it's so fucking corny, but whatever, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, they find each other, they're going to go live with the mole people, and everyone lives happily ever after. Because there's just two of the people that were living in the bomb shelter now. So, yeah. That's what I think about that. That's how I felt about that. 2015's Hidden. Let's give her a rating on this podcast. We like to rate our films with Don's dollars. One being the least amount of money that we'd spend to go see in a movie theater. And ten being the most amount of money that we'd go spend and see in a movie theater. Good concept. Just didn't push it far enough where we wanted it to go I'm gonna give this a I'm gonna give it a two and a half for laughs because it was really corny and weird and that's where I'm gonna sit with that so I'm gonna go now thank you for listening thank you for supporting please go uh and rate review subscribe follow Go follow from Dust Till Dawn Podcast on Instagram. I love all you. I love all your support. Uh, you're all beautiful. And uh, remember the rules, okay? Never be loud. Never lose control. Never open the door. Never talk about the breathers. And never rewatch this movie again. Okay. Love ya. Love you.